Hello and welcome to Small Town Big Business, a podcast about doing big business in small towns in the Midwest United States. I'm your host, Allison Hassler from Southern Illinois Vacation Rentals. And I'm Russell Williams from Ethos Co-working Spaces and Small Business Incubator right here in Marion, Illinois. In fact, we're downtown right here on the square in the Citadel building. And so we're happy that you've joined us. I want to thank our sponsors for making small town big business possible. Fowler Heating and Cooling, the Arcadia Wealth Group, Black Diamond RV, and Harley-Davidson, the Watermark Auto Group Foundation, Swinford Media Group, and of course, Union Street Arts. And you can join the small town big business community wherever you listen to podcasts, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Podbean, Apple, or YouTube. Remember, subscribing is free and it helps you identify when we release new episodes every two weeks. If you want to know more about the Small Town Big Business Podcast or Ethos, Small Business Incubator and Co-working Spaces, you can contact me at russell at watermarkethos.org or you can also look for our Facebook page and it's simply Ethos at the Citadel on Tower Square Plaza. Just look for Ethos at the Citadel. Hey, you can also listen to our podcast on Facebook too because it's a brand new feature. Nice. And if you are new to podcast or our podcast, we interview successful business owners that are owners and founders to find out what makes them thrive in a small town. And today, our guest is none other than Kayla Bradar at Shawnee Financial Services. Welcome, Kayla. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, happy to be with you guys today. Yeah. We positively identified mm. that you have a French last name. Bradar. <laughs> Bradar. It, it is okay. true, it is true. It's French, at least that's what my husband tells me. So we're gonna go with that. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, welcome, Kayla. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, we got to meet at the Ethos Open House yeah, and you absolutely. are such a ball of energy. Like your aura just glows <laughs> with excitement. Well, and thank you. So tell us about what you do. Sure. So um, Shawnee Financial is family owned and operated. Um, I'm third generation tax preparer and tax preparation is what we specialize in. Obviously, with um, businesses, there's lots of areas. So we do some small accounting, payroll services too, um, but tax prep is the, the key there. Um, my grandmother started in 1971 wow. Um, wow. doing taxes, and she is my only other uh, partner, if you will say, at our firm. Those sound so official. We don't usually call ourselves that, but sure. nonetheless, um, it's her and I. And uh, we do tax returns. She says she wants to retire. I don't know that she ever will. So um, we chug at it every day. And uh, the only other team member we have there is my husband. And he um, helps us just keep keep the train on the tracks. Um, all logistics okay. fall to him. Technology is his thing. So he helps us with and all that. And his name is? Grant. Grant. Yes. And Grant's a new employee, right? He is. So he made the switch. We did the whole... Uh, fully self-employed household. Yeah. Um, anybody who's ever been in small business understands that, that <laughs> that's a dive. <laughs> yeah. But um, successfully made that transition at the beginning of this year and we're elated. That's awesome. Yes. And you're located here in Marion, Absolutely. Illinois. Yes. Our, your office is West Main? Yes. So we are West Main over 
near Halfway Road. I just tell people in the neighborhood of Cracker Barrel. Okay. Um, yeah. So just behind the new Hux um, and the new Boys and Girls Club. Oh, wow. We're just past that right next to uh, Natasha Stern's Country Financial. Okay. Um, so we are new Marionites. Um, okay. Normally, our office had been in Vienna, which is my hometown. Okay. Um, and we just made the move. I live here in Marion, but also we can all agree that Marion is just bigger than Vienna, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we made that move to Marion and although I'm located in Marion, my clients are all 50 states. Yeah. That's wow. awesome. Yeah. People cool. outside of Illinois that's listening to us are like, Bradar? That's not how you pronounce it. <laughs> Vienna? Yeah. No, that's not how you pronounce that. <laughs> really it is in Southern Illinois. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so let's talk about the origin story. And I know a little bit of this is going to be your grandma's origin story. And then we can kind of fold in how you got, when you made that decision to follow the footsteps. And it is, it's hilarious. We laugh about it internally at our house. Um, As I mentioned, grandmother started in 71. um, And it was really just a need base at that time. Uh, So my grandfather was a minister and they told her that she owed a thousand dollars, and this would have been in the late '60s uh-huh. um, when she went in to do her taxes. They told her she owed a thousand dollars, and as she says, it might as well have been a million. Yeah, I didn't have it, yeah. and so out of necessity, she went to the tax class, learned taxes, okay. and then started doing other clergy member returns. Cool, and it kind of grew from there. Um, owned and operated franchises in the tax world, all of that, um, but. We have always maintained this solid book of small business clergy returns. And um, I started doing tax returns in 2015. I, well, funny enough, when I started my college career, I was going to school to be a doctor. Uh, Fulfilled all my requirements to go to med school. That's what I was going to do until I didn't. Um, (laughs) I just didn't really want the schedule. I wanted, I lived my house or lived my life in a household where if you didn't want to go to work that day, you didn't have to. And you don't realize that that's a thing until you're a small business owner. Right. Um, But you're kind of your own boss. Work never stops. Um, So anyway, needless to say, I didn't do med school. I jumped over. I started doing taxes in 2015 with her. And I'm like, okay, this is my career. This is what I want to do only because of the challenges that I get to do. It's something new every single day. It's yeah. a great big puzzle. Tax law changes all the time. So all of that combined started in 15. She said, Hey, I think this is your, your gig now. Mm-hmm. Um, slowly have transitioned her clients uh, mainly to me and then added on other new clients and finding my specialty in what I'm doing. Yeah. So, that's awesome. Yeah. And what is your specialty, Kayla? Yeah. So um, tax prep, that's the main yeah. thing. But tax prep for um, v- virtual small businesses, I want to say. So uh, this is something that my grandmother never dealt with. But I'm collecting clients from all 50 states. Um, my name floats around in Facebook groups, which is just the most bizarre. I think it's, it's Brittany Bateman. Yeah, it is. It is Brittany Bateman we with about Brainstorm Bateman. Boutique. Yes. She, um, God love her. I tell her she's my biggest cheerleader and I appreciate her immensely for it. And she tells me, she said, oh, I absolutely will just name drop you in random groups. She said <laughs> it, it pops up and I just am like, you need to talk to her. Yeah. 
and people listen to Britney. I don't know if they know Britney or if it's just, I don't know, but they absolutely listen to her. Um, And like last week I talked to a lady who lives in South Texas and she has no idea where Marion is. (laughs) No no idea anything about this, but um, that has been really cool to, to see and to, to pick up these tax returns from literally all across the United States. I have clients in Alaska, California, Florida, Texas. So really at the very tips yeah. of, of the United States. And um, it's been it's been very cool. And, um, you know, my grandmother looked at me the other day and she said, I don't know how you're going to do this. And I said, well, we're going to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and because it's really hard to be a proficient and efficient and all of those in every single state's return. So, um, but we're doing it and it's by way of this digital age that we live in and, and learning all of these cool sales tax things for virtual businesses and online shops. And, um, so that's, that's what I would say is we, a lot of my clients, uh, work virtual, do, do virtual things. Um, and it's been kind of cool. And they found you virtually. I mean, that's they how have. the business yeah. has changed, Absolutely. right? Cause yeah. we're used to maybe growing up where you, your local business was local, yes. but now your local business doesn't necessarily mean you're in one place, but right. you're connecting with people across the United States Absolutely. and around, yeah. around the world. Yeah. And their, their physical location is their home office. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's been kind of interesting to see too, is with it being, it's all virtual. And so it's all new rules in the tax world too, um, mm-hmm. on how that applies and, and where you pay taxes and how you pay taxes. Super yeah. cool. Yeah. I just got my PayPal yeah. letter. Did we all got our PayPal <laughs> letter? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's different, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. is. And that's, uh, that's something I don't think people are, they don't even know it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> but, right. Yep. Or Venmo and the yes. cash app yes. and all of those, all of those. Any third yeah. party payer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that's not till 2023, right? So yes, technically that is when the law is full force enacted. What I have seen just in the last few weeks is that they are going ahead and all of those third party providers are sending them out now. Okay. And, um, I would say that there's probably some gray area in, you know, what do you do with those for this year as far as a tax preparer goes? Um, but I have been ad- advising any of my clients, we're, we need to have that conversation now. Sure. How did that money land mm-hmm. and trickle through PayPal, Venmo, yeah. et cetera? Yeah. Um, because, you know, some people have yard sales mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's so, just their proceeds from the yard sale. And, you know, what's the proper way to handle that? And, and yeah. how do we manage that from now on? Yeah. So it's creating unique conversation for sure. Well, and people don't have checks. That's right. right. They'd rather pay online. Yes. Mm-hmm. So for my business, uh, most people insist they're just going to pay online, mm-hmm. either because they have a company card or it just makes so much easier mm-hmm. for them. Because I, I insist you can bring me cash, you can bring me check, <laughs> but they don't. It, it never yeah. works. Yep. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree. Um, th- I know when people pay me too. Uh, the, it's funny. I can tell who was my who was a client of my grandmother versus who yep. was my client. Like it's yep. it's yep. very yeah. um, very not... staunch different. They're like, I'll just send you a check in the mail, honey, yeah. which is fine. Like I totally don't mind. And mine are like, uh, what? <laughs> What's your PayPal handle, Kayla? Yeah. Like you know. Yeah. Let's not so. talk about our ages. We'll move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, what is your favorite part about being a business owner? So I. I love the challenge. Every day is a battle against yourself. No one um, sits in an office and tells me, 
I must do this. You can't do that. No one sits in the office and tells me you're only going to make this much an hour, this much. I set my own limits. I control my own boundaries. I know that if I'm working hard, my hard work pays off. Um, not only with helping people, but with dividends to myself. And, and I think that I love the battle against myself. It, it is truly a battle of self-control and you motivate yourself. You have to be your biggest cheerleader and you have to believe in your mission to do small business. And um, I love getting to, to talk with other, other people and other small businesses. I think, um, you know, there are amazing people all around us. And I think sometimes we, we hear and we see all the negativity, but it's so refreshing to see something positive. And I get to see a lot of positive, um, a lot of other small businesses, success stories. And so between those two things, the challenge of, like I said, just small business in and of itself, but then also the people and the stories that I see, those are my favorites. So Kayla, I've sent some people to you because we are a small business incubator. And number one question that startup entrepreneurs have is finance, right? And so I've I've got to send to somebody else that has the content. And so when people come to you and say, hey, I need my finances finances straightened out. I I need to know what I'm doing. I need to know about the buckets and I need to know, I don't want to get in trouble with the IRS. I don't know how to set my business up to not to do it correctly. So what services do you provide in that area? What, and what do you hear a lot? Yes. So I'm one of my big number one things is let's have a conversation. I want to know you as a business owner, just by having a conversation about someone, you learn a lot about them. You, you learn what's important, what they're unsure of, what they're for sure of. And, um, that's the the first and, and most important part. Um, and I want them to feel that they can trust me. Um, I tell people all the time, if you don't trust your tax preparer, you're doing it all wrong. Um, We want to help you. That is our job is to help you. We do not work for the IRS. Mm -hmm. We work for you. And um, so trust is a number one key. But just having a conversation um, and, and hitting some of the, you know, the main points like, Let's talk about bank accounts. Let's talk about the right way to set up the bank account. And, um, you know, I get people on on all degrees. Some people are like, hey, I read this, this, and this. Help me understand. And then I have people that are like, Kayla, all I know is that I'm really good at doing what I'm doing. Help me, help me to legally be able to do what I'm doing. Um, and so we, we focus on that. Um, but I would say my overall number one hot topic question is, do I need an LLC? Is this, what is an LLC? Do I need one? Like Mm -hmm. in that order. Um, And I like to remind people that it is not essential to start out as an LLC. Mm. You know, LLCs do cost money to set up. Small businesses can start with just a DBA certificate at your local courthouse as far as the state of Illinois goes. And I think it's like 25, 35 bucks. Um, And so don't let the fear of not having that that money to set up the LLC holds you back. Mm-hmm. We will get you where you need to go, and I want you to be safe, um, and I want you to be protected, and that is the point of an LLC, but it shouldn't hold up our entire show, mm-hmm. and let's, that's important. Let's bring it down another level. Mm-hmm. What's a DBA? 
Yes. And mm-hmm. what does that mean? Sure. So DBA, doing business as. Um, you, I am Kayla, and I can start a business just as Kayla, right? And I think one of my most common things is like a construction fella who comes in, and they just know him as Joe Smith, and he's a swell construction fella. Well, Joe Smith can DBA as Smith Construction. So he can do business as Smith Construction if he chooses to have a name for his business. But he can also operate as just Joe Smith. Um, And that is a sole proprietor. You can operate under your social security number or you can choose to get the EIN. There are benefits um, to having that EIN and it's free. Um, So I you know, walk people through those steps. Um, but just reminding them, don't make it harder than what it is. Like I want you to succeed. And if success to you right now is just getting that DBA, then let's do it. Mm -hmm. Um, that's important. Hmm. That's really good information to have. Absolutely. Let's also talk about doing business in a small town and how, um, how that has affected you and the growth of your business. Um, what challenges you might've had, first of all, Sure. So, um, it's funny. It's funny. The um, small towns I've all, I was raised in Vienna. There are 1200 people on the best day. Um, I loved Vienna and, but we all would agree that very few people just come to Vienna to do business. So that is a, a, a challenge when we're talking about physically they're coming into your business and I see some businesses struggle you know they love Viana they want to support Viana and there's nothing wrong with that but understanding the limitations that you set for yourself um, and doing some of that so that can sometimes be a an issue but um, it's funny my when my grandmother started this she's she actually lived in central Illinois so um, she lived Sparta, Macomb, and then was in Taylorville for a good majority of time. And when she decided to move into a franchised tax preparation service, um, they didn't originally want to sell her the franchise. They said, you're in small town. That will never work. And she said, no, listen, I know how to make business work in a small town. I, I feel very confident in my skills. And long story short, she did convince them to let her and they did grow their small business. So yes, there are limitations in small towns, but there's also a ton of possibility in small towns. And I think it's important to realize real, like real businesses, real people carry out real life every single day. So, um, I don't know. I kind of see it as a strength in a weird way. Like it's really hard for me to say, Oh, this is bad. It's a small town. You know, other than there just being like a a physical limitation on the number of people in this town, but I just told you my business is growing crazy virtually, and I don't see it as a bad thing that I'm in a small place. I like it. So. Great. Also talk about what the small town provide. You say it's it's kind of great to be here, but have you received support locally? Absolutely. Um, So Marion in my mind, is a very business-friendly city. If I'm picking a place in Southern Illinois, I love Marion for business. Why is that? Um, I think a lot of it comes from the top down, right? Um, Mayor Absher has had a successful business in this town for 
for quite some time. Um, and, and that's, that's a known fact. And I think that it, it speaks volumes. He, he was once much smaller than he is now. His businesses were, and I think he still, you can still feel that in his, um, treatment of small businesses. He wants your business to succeed. He wants to see you grow. Um, I think the creation of ethos and this is fantastic. Um, that is just yet another resource that he and and other community members have put in a toolbox for someone who's just starting out. Um, I know that for a long time there was really only small business incubator at, at SIU in Carbondale, and that was and they did great work. Um, had some really good quality friendships and business uh, members that came out of that, but realizing that business expanded well beyond Carbondale. And sometimes it's, it's hard to, to bridge the gap between Carbondale, Marion, and all these other places. You need some of that stuff locally in your town, just down the street. Yeah. And I, I think Marion does a great job yeah. um, at, at helping other Marion businesses. Yeah. And I like that. Sometimes it's just connection and trust, yeah. isn't it? Yes, it's like absolutely. we all want to go to somebody that we know absolutely. that has information that we want to know but we're going to look at the people that we are in our circle yeah, first that you already know or your neighbor's neighbor or your friend's yeah. friend instead of in another town or a stranger that right. may professionally be awesome right at that but it takes some trust and commitment absolutely to do that. number one yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. what is the one tactical resource that for your business you can't live without um internet <laughs> yeah. Wait, isn't that like i feel like that's everybody's answer but um everything like even our software i transmit w2s 1099s tax returns all through the internet um but so much of my growth in my business has came via the internet and those sure. digital um things so that is my number one key i think it's it's uh, a, a kind of a spin on that question is what things am I seeing less need of? And um, the flip side of that is I'm buying less paper. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, we're finding more ways to store documents virtually um, and moving to. So um, like we use Mayor Networks, which is another local um, business, but it, it's desktop hosting. So mm -hmm. all of my servers and everything is all virtually. They have a data center. That is an awesome thing to have in Southern Illinois. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't know what a data center is, I do some research on it. It's super cool. Mm -hmm. um, my husband being the tech nerd <laughs> that he is, he was very adamant. Hey, we need that kind of protection that the data center offers. So um, it's been really cool to make some of those changes. When I took over the business, um, moving to that data center, remote desktops, and, and being able to kind of work virtually, work from home. So the snow that we just had and, you know, closing down so much, I was still at home doing tax returns, yeah. which is crazy to think about. I mean, it wouldn't have been that way uh, just a few years ago. So yeah, internet, virtual workspace, all of those things, so important. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Kayla, I'm interested. So you and Grant have a young family here mm -hmm. in Southern Illinois. I'm interested in what you would like to see happen here in Marion, Illinois, in order to be um, more friendly with your family or, or supportive of your family. Very interested in that. Yeah, I think, uh, I think 
it is a it's a great community to to raise a family in. So um, Grant and I are transplants. I'm from another small town. Grant is from Salem. Um, so still Southern Illinois ish. Yeah. Um, I tell him he's South Central because yeah. we all know that <laughs> he, he I 64 is yeah. the line. I'm from South Central yeah. as well. Effingham okay. area. Okay. Which, yeah. yeah. I thought I was from Southern yeah. Illinois till I moved By the to way, Southern you get Illinois to Salem in a little over an hour or yeah. so. Yeah. But we all know. Our listeners are like, mm. yeah. I don't map it guys. You'll make fun of us. <laughs> um, so yeah, he, he being a transplant to this area, it was a perfect spot because it was in between the two family groups. Yeah. Um, so we've been nothing but pleased um, with moving to the area. I think just in general, bridging the gap um, between being a working, a self-employed working parent and, um, you know, Allison, you mentioned earlier that you were homeschooling. Um I think, well, first of all, COVID, right? Did a number <laughs> on all of the above. But I think it's super, super cool now to um, do kind of a non-traditional type family plan. Um, my kids are office rugrats in the fact that sometimes, hey, my, I walked in the door and they're like, mama, did you do taxes today? I sure did, baby. Um, you know, and bridging the gap and letting them see real life and I think that's just the business community in a whole. Like, I would love to see more, um, like your your you know coffee networking types things. Be friendly to kids. Like, yeah. I want my children to see. Like, that's what happened to me when I was little, right? I drank the Kool Aid a long, long time ago of self employment and the fact that, hey, this is what we're doing today. We're going to do this, this, and this. And I rode right along with my family. Um, and I know that's happened generationally in my family. Like my dad rode with my grandpa to go do X, Y, and Z that day. I rode with my dad to go do X, Y, Z that day. And I like for my kids to do that. But I think too, showing other moms and dads like, hey, this can be done. You can homeschool, you know, do that and make all of your business dreams come true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bridging that gap. So cool. That's great. Spoiler alert, my kids are in the next door room <laughs> doing their homework right now because this is our life. We yeah. are kind of nomads and I get what you're saying. It's, uh, you know, we're in a chapter of life that, and we're like you guys, we don't have family right here in the center mm -hmm. community. So, um, we're in that chapter of life where if it's not something family friendly, then we don't show up because we don't have kids that are old enough to <laughs> babysit themselves, right. at least not in the evening times and, right. you know, for prolonged period of times. Um, so it's gotta be family friendly or we just, we're not we're there. Just not there. <laughs> yes. I totally understand. And, uh, yeah. I feel that in my yeah. deep in my soul. Yeah. <laughs> so that, well, you've already given us some great gold gold nuggets about starting a business. But if you were going to start all over again and you were going to tell your younger self, mm. what, what do you need to know? Don't, don't be scared. Yes. It's scary. Yes. Every day is a challenge, but it is a risk versus reward and the rewards are great. Um, I would be here all day long if I told you all of the wonderful things that have came from being self-employed. Um, and starting a small business and there are, um, find yourself a cheerleader and, and a, a life coach. Uh, we have a saying at our house that everyone needs a life coach. There's mm. no shame in having a life coach and someone that you lean on and 
you know, you have vent sessions with because there are bad days. <laughs> um, but yes, the rewards greatly outweigh, outweigh the risk. Um, and it's worth every single blood, sweat, and tear that you pour into it. Yeah, It is. Can you give us a success story? You said that you, you see mm. them all the time. Can you give us one from you know, being a small business, but you work with small businesses. You don't have to share their, their names or identifying information, but can you give us one to leave off with? Sure. So, um, it comes from West Kentucky. So, uh, this would have probably started my goodness, at least 35 years ago. And, um, everybody knows about like cook portable warehouses, Graceland garages. Like there's, several name yeah. brands of this. And I see this now, it is a, it's a multi-generation thing, but probably 30 years ago, um, they started manufacturing these garages in West Kentucky. It was a family. Um, they started manufacturing these garages and one, it, w- it was a big family. So they had like 12 or 13 kids. One brother would agree to build the thresholds of like the doorway thresholds. One brother would agree to build trusses. One brother would agree to assemble all pieces, you know, da, 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 da. Um, so they all started doing this and it is now billions of dollars worth uh, of assets and a business. Um, and it started literally in the hills and hollers of West Kentucky. Like if you look on a map at Cunningham, Fancy Farm, we're not talking about Paducah folks. We, we're talking about way out in the sticks. And it was just a family who had construction skills mm-hmm. and they just started in its uh Portable buildings galore. They now have, you know, materialized into different. They finance them. They they do other things with them. They are worldwide. Um, we were in, I think it was maybe somewhere out west, Arizona or California or something, and we saw their logo and their um, either billboards and all of that out there. And it's just kind of we were with them in the very humble beginnings um, when they're like we hope you're not going to tell us that we don't owe tax because Mm -hmm. we have no more money. Everything that we own, we have put at risk to build these garages and, and portable buildings. And so we're really just hoping that you can actually tell us we need a refund because we now need to go pay some more bills, you know? And, and so starting out with them, my grandmother was with them at that phase. And, um, just to watch that success story and watch it too. We eventually turned their retainer over because we are enrolled agents. So that's something to know about our practice. We are enrolled agents, not CPAs. Mm-hmm. Um, there's legal differences in, in what we do, what we specialize in. We EAs are known as tax people, CPAs, not that they don't do taxes. They do, but their um, history is more accounting work. So anyway, we're EAs and we do not have stamps. So like CPAs do. So um, after that business grew to a certain level, we said, hey, you really need to go where you can get an audited financial statement and get a CPA stamp. So we're going to send you here. But I am now doing like a third generation tax return for someone who has, he's my age, um, and he has a multi-million dollar business that he started himself because he watched all of his other family members manufacture stuff and said, Hey, you guys, I know of a better way to do this. I'm going to do it. And they're 
they're like, absolutely that, that worked perfectly. And so now he literally specializes in making this one little thing, but has a multi-million dollar business based off of what he saw in the world around him. Mm-hmm. And that's just one. I have another client who, um, he was tired of working for the man. That's what he came in and told me <laughs> tired of working for the man. And I have, you know, this much money to go and invest. And what am I going to do? And this was a few years back. He went and he invested in purchasing of a uh, FedEx truck. Like he, FedEx has independent contractors and he decided he was going to go to work for FedEx. Well, we all know shopping online is like who doesn't shop online, right? And um, he just recently sold his businesses for over a million dollars. Wow. Wow. And... He started out, like I said, barely had enough money to buy one truck. And um, so it's just, it's awesome to see what hard work gets you. Um, And I I love seeing those success stories. It makes my job 110% worth it. That's exciting. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm all pumped up. The spirited (laughs) entrepreneur. That's right. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Kayla. Is there anything else that you wanted to share with us or share with our listeners today? You know, I, I, I... I want to circle back around to one thing because Russ echoed it. And that is just to find a team that you trust, mm. find a team of cheerleaders. You, mm-hmm. I know it's so cliche, but you really don't need that negativity. Yes. You can take criticism and there can be critiques and I'm all about that. That's how we get better, but find a team that you can trust. Um, there is a community that wants to support you. Um, I had someone actually that Russ sent to my door not but a month ago, and I looked right at her and I said, listen, I don't have all the answers. I don't have a magic wand. I can't make it happen overnight, but I want you to know that my door is open and I'm your biggest fan. I will help you and I will do anything that I can to see you be successful. And I think just putting together, find yourself a team that really believes in that, my door is always open. I absolutely would chat with anybody um, about you know what they need. And I may be able to help you, and I may have to send you somewhere else. I may not be able to help yeah. you. But I promise you will get honesty and um, you know, uh, just my best, my best effort to, to make it happen. And I know Russ feels that way here, too, at Ethos, too. We want to see success yeah, that's in our excellent. community. Yeah. I appreciate that. Absolutely. So our guest today has been Kayla Bradar from Shawnee Financial Services here in Marion, Illinois. Thank you, Kayla. Thank you. I really appreciate you coming in. I appreciate it too. Yeah. We want to thank our viewers and watchers and listeners to tuning in for Small Town Big Business. We also want to thank our sponsors once again, Fowler Heating and Cooling, Arcadia Wealth Group, Black Diamond RV and Harley Davidson, Watermark Auto Group Foundation, Swinford Media Group and Union Street Arts. And a special thank you to our podcast engineer and producer, uh, Luke O'Neill from Union Street Arts. In fact, if you're interested in recording your own podcast or you just have some content that you want to record, reach out to Luke O'Neill at Union Street Arts. And look for the Small Town Big Business episodes wherever you listen to your podcast, as well as the video versions on YouTube and Facebook. Please subscribe because we will release every two weeks and you will get that notification. 
And if you want to know more about the Small Town Big Business podcast, just reach out to me again at Russell at watermarkethos.org or join me on Facebook. It's Ethos at the Citadel. Hey, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Russell Williams. And I'm Allison Hassler.